Welcome to the Love Positivism Podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I have Annabelle Duboulet here today again. Welcome, Annabelle. Hi, lovely. So good to be back. So happy to see you. And it's been a while since we had our last episode together, and it's a very special and magical time right now. We're approaching the winter solstice and Yule, like we say in Swedish. And um, I'm just excited to talk to you. And I just want to ask you before we start, if you have any morning practice that is important for you right now that you try to do as often as you can. Yeah. Well, I try very hard, which is difficult when you have five children and running a business, but I try to always walk the dogs in nature. That is for me the most powerful way to connect to my soul um, and to Mother Earth and just to really center myself at the beginning of the day. And then I do like to meditate uh, and do some Pilates and journal for like the first hour if I can, um, because that just gets me really into that creative uh, flow. Um, And then from there, I find I just have a much deeper sense of peace if I start my day like that. So yeah, those those three things, walking in nature, meditating, um, some yoga or Pilates and journaling. Mm, that's wonderful. And it's good when you have that responsibility to take out your beloved animals to go, actually get out. I hear that from other others who have like these beautiful souls and, and just taking them out. And they connect us to nature so much also in the home as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just, it's such a powerful way to just get into what I call your soul perspective, which is actually the perspective of the winter solstice of this time that we're in, which is uh, really embodied in the birds of prey, like the eagle and the owl. And it's that overview of life. Mm-hmm. where you're not drawn down into the drama of everyday good life, but you have that soul perspective and that communion with your own soul and with source. And if you can start the day from that place, then you're less likely to get drawn into the ego drama of everyday life. So, yeah. That's very true. Thank you for sharing that, Annabelle. And um, yeah, we've we've heard your work and 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 everything that you do. If you want to share for those that haven't heard us talking before, just briefly what you do, and then we will get into more of this magical time and from your perspective and wisdom and experience, what this means and 
how we can work with this energy because it's I th I think this is one of my favorite times of the year. It's yeah, so it's so perfect. many blessings coming now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I am founder of the Avalon Rose Chapel that's just outside uh, Glastonbury. And I have 30 years experience now, lived embodied experience combined with academic research in the Rose, Celtic and Avalonian lineages. So I run a whole program of online and in-person uh, trainings and pilgrimages, uh, really helping women predominantly to heal um, and to learn about all the ancient spiritual traditions that are at the core of Gnosticism. So I specialize in stripping back the layers of patriarchal religious manipulation of these ancient uh, spiritual beliefs and rituals and teachings that are so healing and so empowering for women. Yeah, your work is beautiful and I love the temple. I really recommend everyone to check out Annabelle's also Instagram because it's you give so many beautiful insights there and that we can and just like everything that you share with Venus cycles and it's it's amazing and I'm really I felt connected to you to talk about this time we've talked about the goddess and the black Madonna and 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 the divine feminines different faces and we have we are collecting so many beautiful teachings from different traditions and you bring in that also that non-patriarchal view of this time and like peeling off like those layers so I really wanted for you to share with us like what is this time and how do you work with it and what do you do at this time and offer at this time so this for me is one of my favorite portals of the year, the winter solstice portal. And um, if we look at the Rose lineage mythology and look at ancient Egypt, for example, um, Black Isis, the Black Mother Goddess, um, was in labor uh, on the winter solstice eve. So she was um, celebrated in her giving birth but through that night we are able to join her in those cries and screams and groans of laboring to give birth to the sun god uh, at the winter solstice to release so this for me is one of the most powerful ways in which to work with the winter solstice energies on that threshold before the sun king is reborn is to actually release with black mother goddess uh, Isis. And it's specifically looking at this past year, I think it is such a powerful time for self-reflection, for reflecting back on this year, and really becoming clear of any repeating shadow patterns of behavior or thoughts, feelings, and then just really consciously releasing those on the winter solstice eve and you can do that with a fire ritual i find working with a fire so powerful um and with everything that you want to release just adding another bit of kindling to that fire and then on the winter solstice um the sun king osiris was entombed and then Black Isis gave birth to Horus, the new sun king, at midnight. And this is the rebirth of the sun. 
And this sunking is a metaphor for our own divine magical child self. And this is what's so important and empowering about this mythos. So this later Christianized concept of the Virgin Mother, if we strip back the layers of manipulation, the actual original meaning of virgin was that the goddess, the mother goddess was self-procreating. And so this is this incredibly powerful metaphor for us that we have within us the innate ability to continually rebirth ourselves out of the darkness and into the light. And this is the mythos of Sophia, black goddess of wisdom, who is the goddess of the winter solstice. And this divine magical child aspect of us is our totality. And yet at each um, opportunity with this winter solstice portal, we can rebirth a new aspect of this divine child self. So if we look at Jung's theory around the divine child archetype, what I find fascinating is that although we are returning and have this opportunity to rebirth this new aspect of our divine child self, we are coming with all the wisdom that we have gathered from this past year. And this is the second archetype that we work with at the winter solstice, which is the wise one. And so the unlocking of that new aspect of the divine child self is actually an unveiling of the wisdom that already exists within us. But we have come to it through our experiences this year. And it's like those experiences are what give us the key to unlock that deeper wisdom that is innate within our divine magical child self. So we have this incredible kind of cycling between the pure essence of the divine magical self and the wise one at the winter solstice. That's really powerful and very insightful and such deep teachings. It's, uh, yeah, it. I love this portal too. And, and it's it's like you said, it, it is kind of like a reboot at this time. There, not just because we have the calendar year and it's starting over. It feels, because in the Northern Hemisphere, we are, have been going through a process of like this descent and release, like you said, and it feels, and that's like a constant process as well. But I really feel like it's a rebirth at this time, because especially us in the North as well, who have this very dark days and it's very clear, how that shifts and what happens within us and we're in this water element time in Chinese medicine and it's really it that that's also like the water is so connected with the divine feminine and everything so the solstice and then also connecting back astrologically to the earth element through Capricorn and all of that it really shifts something because and, and and this year has been I think the years are becoming more and more intense. It, have you experienced that, that it's becoming like more and more, I don't know, calibrated, accelerated somehow? Yeah, absolutely. That was the 
the word I was just thinking when you were saying that is is the intense acceleration. Mm -hmm. And I think this year has been particularly challenging, like, you know, astrologically, sorry, astrologically with all the eclipses mm -hmm. um, and so many planets in retrograde. It is, you know, and I know from journeying with the Venus cycle in my Rosemary membership, it has been a really challenging time um, for a lot of people. But there is a real sense now of rebirth, of resurrection. And by January, we'll only have one planet in retrograde. And so I do feel this is a really powerful opportunity to, to release and to rebirth. And with a deeper sense of hope, because there has been obviously so much global trauma, mm. so much pain and suffering. And it can be very easy to just lose all sense of hope and of justice and of peace. Um, and I feel it, it's really important at this time of the year that is so interwoven energetically with this concept of peace is to pray. Prayer, I believe so powerfully in prayer. Um, mm -hmm. I know, you know, when I've been nursing my children through 19 operations and um, I have just experienced firsthand the power of prayer to affect um, the energies and 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 tangibly bring about healing for people. So yeah, I feel very strongly that through this winter solstice portal and, and Christmas, if you celebrate it, if we can really focus on the power of prayer um, mm. and and the hope that comes from that from the complete trust in the divine, especially mm -hmm. in the all loving, all compassionate divine mother to mm -hmm. hold us, you know, through um, this birthing uh, portal. And, and as those of us who are given birth know, you know, the act of giving birth is very painful. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do feel that it is connected on that, more macrocosmic level energetically with the birthing of the new earth mm -hmm. um or you know the gnosticism and when we work with the 12 pearl gates during my epiphany immersion they are inspired by revelations and the 12 pearls and these were the 12 pearl gates that were said to lead to the new jerusalem mm -hmm. um and in our times, that is a metaphor for this new earth that we are co-creating um, and focusing on that inner sacred marriage, that sacred marriage um, energetically between the masculine and feminine energies that can then give birth to the new, which is symbolized in this beautiful Sun King, this divine magical child self who is reborn through this portal. And just really feeling into what does that rebirth mean for each of us as individuals? And then what does it mean for us collectively? What is the new earth that we are co-creating? How can we bring about more peace um, between all beings, all peoples, all nations, all lands? Yeah, that's really beautifully put. And, and even before you said about the labor pains, I feel like that has been a theme over the 
especially if you look at what happened last year and what's been going on now, it's really the the labor pains of the the imbalance in the world that we need to bring in the divine feminine to also strengthen that energy in the world which we have kind of lost in many cultures and it's um it's it's so important that we do this work and also like you said prayer it's interesting because i'm actually writing my uh, another thesis now and it's about coping through uh, spirituality and and uh, religion and it's really interesting how prayer also regulates ourselves like how, how people's inner stress and things that they were experienced by praying for others help themselves mm. and i was listening to this sufi book today about how prayer like that's mirrored back to you as well so the power of prayer is so profound it's like a prayer for remembrance for creating more of what we want and create and not for ourselves just it's about something bigger than ourselves so that's a very beautiful practice to have i feel i get a lot of comfort and and reassurance through prayer so just having that we have like lost it a little bit in in our times because we have come so far from ourselves but i would love to hear about this because you mentioned it you are the immersion the epiphany immersion right and and just the insights about the epiphany maybe people haven't heard about it and how what is your what have you channeled and and also studied and sharing about this so it's called the Epiphany Immersion, and it's a 22-day immersion that I created back in 2020. And it begins tomorrow, actually, on the 19th of December, and it runs until the 9th of January. And we have two live webinars, one to go into the immersion and then one for the completion. And then um, I guide everyone on this 22 days of this most incredibly powerful energetic portal because we have the winter solstice so we work with a pentagram of five days over the winter solstice um and then we have the 12 pearl gates that starts on christmas day on the 25th of december and we work with these 12 pearl gates and um specifically with the archangels and angels and the rose lineage guys that are associated with those days to really receive guidance on the year ahead. So by the end, we actually have created our own personal forecast for the 12 astrological periods in the coming year, as well as um, receive guidance from our own soul as to what are what ways in which they want us to work with our own inner archetypes in the coming Celtic wheel of the year. So it's a really powerful way in which to take time to self-reflect, to let go of the past year, 
to let go of everything that's no longer serving you, but to also harness the gifts from the past year. And the, and the gifts can also come from the challenging experiences. Um, and then to really connect with that divine magical child self of us who is being reborn at the winter solstice and to connect with our dreams, our desires, our inspirations, and then to um, really start to bring them into manifestation. So after the 12 pearl gates, we then have the epiphany port um, portal and epiphany happens on the 6th of January. And then this then begins what's known as a six week period called the time of manifestation. So this 22 day immersion is really about connecting with your soul, with the Rose Lineage Guides, um, and really getting clarity on what it is you want to manifest in the coming year. And then harnessing that period um, of six weeks of the time of manifestation to then start to dream your life alive. Um, but I wanted to share with you some of the meanings of epiphany. I know we were talking about this before because I find this really fascinating. So Epiphany capitalized is the celebration on the 6th of January uh, in commemoration of the coming of the three Magi um, as the first manifestation of Christ. But it also means an appearance or manifestation, especially of a divine being, a usually sudden manifestation or perception of the essential nature or meaning of something, an intuitive grasp of reality, through something usually simple and striking, an illuminating discovery, realization, or disclosure. And I love these meanings of epiphany because this is about really deeply connecting with our soul and guides. As we were talking at the beginning of this, through walking, through meditating, through ritual, through prayer, and receiving those epiphanies, those moments of sudden intuitive, intuitive knowing. And sometimes I think we can get so stuck in our left rational logical brain where we're chasing the understanding of something. Whereas, and, and we can be pushing too hard, you know, to manifest. Whereas it's usually when we're indulging in activities which are very right brain where we're not trying to push something or do something or manifest something, that these epiphanies come, they come in the silence, they come in the in-breath, they come in that pause, um, which the winter solstice embodies, that energy of the sacred pause. Um, and solstice comes from those two words, sol meaning sun, and sistere meaning to stand still, because the sun appears to stand still for that three days. And it is in this sacred pause between the in-breath and the out-breath that we can really deeply receive these epiphanies that come from our soul, they come from source, from our guides. They're not something we're trying to force. Um, so for me, this immersion happening at this time of the year is such a powerful way to retreat, to reflect, and to just open in the stillness to receiving these epiphanies. Sounds like an amazing uh, way of, of connecting to the energy and to really like tune in and focus and be very intentional 
with what we want to also create next year because it, this is the time where we have that pause like you said and we have yeah it's just um such a magical time to be in and as we said it's it's also interesting to think about it as um opening up like for the next portal like everything that is possible these upcoming weeks for the next portal when something is also like starting to grow but before then having that that uh, window of just tuning in because sometimes we do rush like you said and sometimes these retrogrades like you mentioned can be a time where we have to like stop and break and and we have a hard time in in our culture to do that so I think it's so beautiful and I'm I feel also that there's, uh, like you said, through the rose lineage, we understand this time in a certain way and 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 the archetypes and things. And it's so ancient that we sometimes, and, and it's, it's been also connected to different cultures and there's different mythologies also in different cultures. I, I'm wondering how Yule, as in the Celtic, tradition is has been traditionally also seen and celebrated and what was the meaning of this time yes i mean the 12 pearl gates from the epiphany immersion are <clears throat> based on the 12 days of yuletide and again this is such a powerful way in which to really deeply connect with nature so all the traditions around yule of the bringing in of the tree, for example, the Yule tree mm -hmm. that symbolizes the tree of life. And our ancestors would hang um, natural produce like berries and fruits on it. And they were symbols of the celestial realm. So they were symbolic of the moon and the sun and the stars like Venus and Sirius. Wow. And then the bringing in of the Yule log, which is a winter solstice eve ritual, um, and the families would, would choose the log and they would bring it in and they would place it on a fire. And again, it would be this joint ritual where in one aspect with the burning of the Yule log, you're releasing the past year. Yeah. But at the same time, you're honoring and calling in the rebirth of the sun and the new year and um making offerings with incense and the, all the beautiful herbs of the winter solstice like cedar, um, offering them to this fire, to the hearth fire, um, to ask for the blessings of the ancestors for the coming year. And I love that you mentioned Capricorn earlier. I love that the house of Capricorn is actually known as the womb of Isis. And I love that idea that at this turning point um, of the winter solstice, you know, with Capricorn, that we have this opportunity to really work with the energies of the fire and of the water, of the womb, um, and to rebirth ourselves, um, you know, through this portal um, into the new year and into the new earth. Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really beautiful to hear how 
how different cultures have taken this in and everything goes back to one source of like where it all started anyways but it's it's so many different ways to celebrate then how can so the epiphany immersion starts tomorrow and uh, how can people join i'm gonna of course put all the links in the show notes for everyone who's interested and i'm sure that one can join in even after it started and just like catch up right Yes, absolutely. Yes. So um, the link is on my website, on the front page of my website, um, annabeltabule.com. And then um, we begin tomorrow with a live webinar. Um, but if you are able to purchase it before midnight GMT tomorrow, um, then you can access a 70% discount off it. Mm. Um, and yes, there's no pressure to complete all the online content during that 22 days. Everyone has access until the 21st of January. Mm. Um, and there are some wonderful bonuses, like there's a 33% discount coupon code off all my retail products until mm. the 21st of January as well. That's amazing. A beautiful offering. And I would definitely recommend uh, because... I, I I joined also the resurrection mystery with you and it yeah it's so powerful and and it's a good time now when we things start to hopefully slow down a little bit for everyone even though the holidays can be a lot but it's good to tune in and to set clear intentions and be very intentional and while we were also talking I was I was shuffling my healing oracle because I felt like it would be just beautiful to share a message for everyone at this time of healing as well because we had yeah this year was so much for everyone it feels like it's it's been so I'm just drawing a card and we got this card <laughs> oh fantastic yes that is so true <laughs> So I know when my body needs to it and then the child with the baby <laughs> that is so true so this yeah this card really focuses on on our physical body and very connected to the Capricorn right and that physical embodiment and also being surrounded by these nature elements of of the, we don't have that so much here but still we can when we go out and see the trees still, there's life, there's always life. But really, this says what you have said. It's about like pulling back a little bit and, and just releasing and surrendering. Yeah. And That's, I love that it's got the divine child on it. That is just so perfect. It was, it was very, very connected to what we talked. <laughs> I when I see the dragonfly, I think about you as well. I feel oh, like it's, I it. yeah. yeah, and it's number eight, the cardinal number eight as well. So, yeah, connecting to the body and to the rest, and it it is. I know when my body needs needs to rest. That means that when we tune in, we know. Mm. It's I've been having that period of time now. I'm sleeping more. I'm resting more so it's it's just we all need it to not just yeah. on and on and on because it is intense and it, it the, when the frequency is so intense we also need to rest and yeah. release 
and it is and I think with this leading up to the you know the Christmas holidays or however you celebrate it I think especially you know as a mother it is it's actually one of the busiest times of the year and it can feel so overwhelming and I know I get queries from people saying you know I don't know if I'm going to have time you know to do the meditations and I just say to them like if I didn't meditate for at least 15 minutes a day I would not be able to cope you know with mm. all the demands and responsibilities on me and I think it is so important as women um, and those of us who are mothers or carers um, or working full-time to just carve out that time on a daily basis for mm. rest prayer for meditation mm, so true yeah definitely well i'm so happy we got to talk again and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and insights and everything that you offer and i really recommend everyone to check out the immersion and also your social media and, and website you have beautiful offerings and yeah i'm very grateful thank you so much annabelle Oh, I'm so grateful, darling. Love chatting with you. Thank you so much. And thank you for all that you share and give. Really, you're such an inspiration. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you.